Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Four Quarter Podcast. My name is Mpomutlani. This is your number one South African cricket podcast. We talk all things South African cricket. Firstly, let me say to you, Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. I hope you all had a lovely day. And in cricketing world, we have Boxing Day, which means that test matches begin. Um, and so obviously the protests were out in Australia for the start of day of the second test, day one of the second test, which is slightly disappointing. Um, but we'll talk about that. Outside of that, um, I don't come alone. I've got Tim here, my co-host. Um, Tim, Merry Christmas. How are you doing? All right, thanks. Um, a little sleep deprived after uh, the early start of the test yeah. match, otherwise all oh, good. that early start. <laughs> that early start. Um, why is it one thirty? Because the other test match started like two. Yeah, but anyway. Different. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time zones in Australia. Yeah. Um, okay. Quick thoughts around around day one. I was disappointed with the batting, but it's same old, same old. Um, we're doing the same things, thinking that something will change, but it's not. Um, and another batting collapse. Luckily today, Marco Janssen finally scoring that fifty. Um, and Carl Verena coming through as well. Um, yeah, really disappointed there in our batting lineup, but we've known this for a year. Tim, what did you make of that? Uh, Carl said it at the press conference. He said it uh, at the, uh, after the day's play. He said, what we had to do is get in. Get in, face your, face your uh, first mm. uh, 10 overs, get yourself in, get used to the pitch and you can make runs and that's what i did and that's exactly what he did Whereas and, and majority majority just just majority of them forced the issue saul Irvia forced the issue tennis the brain mm. forced the issue um dean did as well surprisingly forced, forced the issue with a single five minutes of lunch when the single wasn't needed mm. was, wasn't needed it's forcing yeah. the issue didn't when when the, there wasn't needing to be to be forced, but it's the same mistakes. Same mistakes we've seen for yeah. We we, we need now. a bit of a revamp um, of of that batting lineup and possibly even um, the 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 top six and to see who's coming in, who's coming out. Zubair Hamza is now obviously available. We're going to talk about that uh, when it comes to one day cup final. Um, and like he went on a ban. Nothing's changed. There's just still more opportunities in that batting lineup. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be quite interesting. Hopefully they bounce back. Hopefully the bowlers can get like a quick fifer or quick five wickets in a clump, similar to what Scott Boland, not Scott Boland, Cameron Green did, um, just to, to, to reel it back. Because we're playing five bowlers, so you should they should be able to help you in times like this. So um, hopefully it's not a short test match like the last one. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yeah. Just um, get something out of the series because four test championship points are still on the line. Even yeah. though we're playing as badly as we are, that they are still on the line. series is for points too. So, like, if we win that, surely we're in. I think if we win one of these test matches and win West Indies 2-0, we're in. Despite okay. what India is doing. 
Yeah. As, as I, yeah. I, I start to be corrected, but that's the way I understand that, it. That's how I thought. I, we need to whitewash the West Indies at home, but the way we're batting yeah. doesn't seem like we will. And it's also in like early IPL period, so we might find ourselves in a little bit of a pickle again. Uh, but we'll talk about that next year. Because um, this week, we, 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 we've got cricket in South Africa. We've got the One Day Cup. And it's finals week. And so we're just going to preview that, talk about that. We're going to talk about Division 2, that, that final. And then we're going to talk about Division 1 and how that is shaping up and all the relegation and promotion things that everyone's been asking about. We've kind of solidified that. So um, let's start with Division 2, Tim. Um, there was one match of significance, which was bought against Southwestern District, um, also known as the Garden Root Badges, um, Six Gun Grill Garden Root Badges. That's their full name. Um, they're also uh, the Lignati, um, the Eastern Cape Lignati. Um, the, the Badges needed to win by with a bonus point, so they need to get this target of 151 in 40 overs. They got it with one ball to spare, and they won by one wicket, Tim. So that kind of makes it quite interesting. Um, but how did you see that game? I see Bashir Walters took four for 26, um, and there were some contributions all around um, from... Uh, who was it uh, for the ball for 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 Lignati, It was Joshua Van Heerden. He scored for fifty nine, and then for the Badgers, it was Mark Adrianatos fifty nine. There, Mark Matthew Christensen thirty one, and obviously Bashir Walters scoring fifteen in the end to get them home. Uh, but what did you see in this game? Uh, it, it, it was the end. It was the chase. That was where it went down to. When you had the um, Southwestern Districts. Uh, kind girl, um, batches, whatever you want to call them. Um, <laughs> they were a hundred for two, they were a hundred mm. for two, cruising to victory. The game was was theirs, they were in the final, and then Thomas Kerber came on and changed things. Who He's I think, been great. I, I think he'll be playing Division One next year. He always did, he should be playing Division and, One and, this and, year. He should have been. He should have been. But I think they're gonna they're gonna realize the error of their ways, even if it's <laughs> a year too late. So they got there and they were one thirty for nine, and mm. they were in all sorts of trouble, and they scraped by. They scraped over with one ball to spare. You say one ball, because if there was another ball was bowled, they would have been knocked out, and and Eastern Cape and Yati would have gone through to the wow. final. Because of the bonus point. So, the game made everything. Uh, low scores often do, which is why I like low scores. Uh, it could have gone either way. But uh, mm. the experience of uh, Southwestern Districts got through the line. I will say one last thing on, on SWD. They had yep. four first team players out of this fixture. So, they got there without four first team uh, players. One of them yeah. was getting married. Currently on honeymoon oh, wow. as we speak. <laughs> okay, so he's missing out on the final. Um, the final is case uh, inland against um, the Garden Root Badges, also known as Southwestern Districts, in Peter Mansburg. So if you're in around the area, if you're in Durban on holiday and want to watch cricket, please do go down and support uh, domestic cricket. Is the 
a shoo-in for Kaysen Inland. They won five. They lost one game. They were very good um, in this one-day cup this year. It's not a shoo-in, but the, but if you, if you want to make, make a bet, you, you want to go to Betway and you want to put a, a 50 round on just for a bit of fun, I'm putting put my money on the um, on Kaysen Inland. They mm-hmm. are favorites for me. Yeah, They've just got the experience. They are the champions. They know how to win. They know how to get the team over the line. If you look at the performances, no outstanding performances, but just consistent. Just everybody yeah. chipping in, which is a huge credit to the team. That everybody. Is yeah, they don't in. have a they don't have a player who's scored more than two hundred runs, um, uh, and they've got guys with one eighty, uh, one forty. Like everyone in the Erlangs and run like 180 runs. Um, Mohakan is 144. Um, there's another one, Tian Um, He's on 189, the leading run scorer. But it's the bowling, Stefan Tate taking 10 wickets. You've also got Keith Dudgeon um, in there. Uh, he's taken eight wickets. You've also got Malcolm Norfolk, um, nine wickets. Cal Nipper, nine wickets. So this is a team that. Uh, whose bowling attack is the one that's been leading them uh, to victory, um, which is good. Um, and I think to a certain extent, that's, that is where you kind of make your, your money in, in, in domestic cricket, is if you have a bowling attack um, that's good enough, they can help you win a lot of games, even though your batters aren't that great. Um, and so that's, that's essentially what it is. But let's look at the promotion table just to see what it looks like at the end. Um, so the one caveat I want to say with this table is that obviously the one-day cup from position three to seven, that's solidified. So the Lignati will come out with seven points. Uh, Northern KP comes out with five. So looking at this, your points based on your promotion are based on where you finish um, in each of the tournaments. So if you finish first, you get 15. Second, you get 10 points. Third, you get seven Fourth, you get f- uh, five. Fifth, you get three points. Sixth is one, and the, uh, and and seventh is zero. So the only one that's outstanding in the one day cup column is that final. So if the Tuskers lose that final, they will get ten points, and uh, Southwestern Districts gets fifteen, which means in total, uh, Tuskers will go down to thirty nine. SWD goes to thirty five, and then it just makes the promotion. Uh, in total, because um, you've then you'll have the four-day cup left, four-day series left. So essentially, what it looks like right now, based on um, what it currently is, the table for one-day cup and the current table for the four-day series, um, the Northern KP get promoted by one point. That's how close it is. If and big if, if the Tuskers finish second in the one-day cup. And then the four-day series, right? They're currently sitting in third. They've got seven points. If they get 10 points, they get promoted. That is how tight it is. And that is why um, Northern Cape Heat, not necessarily having a great tournament in the one-day cup, has now opened the door for the Tuskers to come in and take it all away. And we've got about four matches left in the four-day series in February. And it's going to go down to the wire. And what the Heat need is for the Tuskers to stay where they are. So they're going to need help from everyone else and to, to make it through. 
Uh, but Tim, when you look at this table, what, what, what do you think? You and I had a chat with Mark Charlton, the Northern Cape uh, coach, a few weeks ago. No, three weeks ago. Yeah. And we jokingly said to him, you've got it. It's sealed. It's done. Yeah, it but was. I genuinely, at the time of our discussion, I genuinely thought that was true. I genuinely thought, yeah, the Tuskers are a good side, but they're going to be just short. Northern Cape Heat are just too strong. But you look yeah. at that one day cap, you look at that five points. That is, that is essentially why Tuskers have got a chance. Mm -hmm. From nowhere. Tuskers have got an incredible chance of being promoted, and that's because of Northern Cape's Heat's poor performance in this competition. So yeah. it's all to play for. It's literally all to play for with one yeah. competition left. It is. It, it could not be tighter. It just could not be tighter. Yeah, but, but obviously let's say this. So if the Southwestern Districts win, which is what Northern Cape would want, then the Tuskers need to finish above the heat and they need to finish above the heat by 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 they need to have the heat um essentially flip the switch so um they need to finish first and the heat need to finish second um in order yeah. for them to get promoted so it's it's massive this game on wednesday is so important from a promotion perspective because right now the tuskers we just need to move up one spot if they lose they need to surpass the heat in order for them to go through. Yeah, and, and it, it's as you say, it is. It's so important. Every game for the rest of the season is vital for both sides. Every game mm. that they play now matters. Not yeah. every game you play throughout the season counts for something. Not every, mm -hmm. every game you play matters. You want to win every game, of course you do, but literally every game that's left in the season for both these sides matters. It's yes. going to count to the chances to the promotion. It, 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 it's as I said before, it is on a knife edge. It is literally on a knife edge. Um, you, you might not watch a lot of Division Two cricket, but I would suggest that you do. You watch yeah, the finals. Yeah, it's on YouTube and, on CSA and page. Then you watch it, yeah, you watch it on February. Not just because of the closeness of the of it, but because you're going to see some of these players playing in Division One, regardless of who gets the, mm. the promoted or not. You are going to see. We saw Evan Jones. We saw Babanya Chenche. They're now playing mm. in Division One. You will see that again from the division from the Division Two sides. Players that are coming through. So if you want to see them before they get to Division One. I would suggest you watch on Wednesday. Yeah. And these two teams have played each other already. So essentially what's left, I want to give you a taste. The inland still have to play the Lignati. They'll play them first. Then they'll play uh, Limpopo. And they'll play Bo uh, uh, wait, uh, Southwestern District. So that's, yeah, so I've got three more games. They've got SWD, they've got Limpopo, and they've also got, um, uh, what is it, what, uh, Border, which is the Lignati. Whereas uh, Northern Cape Heat have Easterns, which is the second team, 
uh, on the log. They've got uh, Southwestern Districts and also, uh, yeah, that'll be it. It's just Eastern and Southwestern Districts. They don't have that many games left. Um, so um, some very tough games. Very, very into, tough games. It plays into the Tuskers' hands. Tuskers mm. have got the extra game. So they yeah. know exactly where they're going to be in that final fixture, what they need to do, you know, whether they need to get a, 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 a sort of declaration of what they need to do, whether they need to win, draw, yeah, or whatever. So, um, so yeah, because be in the final round, Northern Cape don't play, so they sit and watch, like everyone yeah. else on YouTube. Um, okay, let's move to Division 1. Um, we had some fixtures happening in Division 1. Um, Northwest played Borland on Wednesday. Um, they won by seven wickets. Um, the Warriors played the Lions. Um, that game, John Hanman scored 150. Um, and I think Ryan, uh, Reza Hendricks and Vian Mulder scored hundreds, but it wasn't enough to help the Lions get through. But they lost their first game. And then on Friday, we saw... Um, three matches happened. The Titans and the Knights in Bloom did not happen. It happened without a ball being bowled. That has ramifications for the table. Um, so that, that was really important because I think um, it effectively kind of relegated the Knights. But we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but the Dolphins played the Lions. Low-scoring game in Durban. 170 um, all out. Um, and uh, Sistana Magala took a clump of wickets, um, Tim, uh, in that game. Uh, just having a check here. Uh, Magala took three for 46. Vian Mulder, three for 19. Um, he was at one stage, I think, three for two. Um, and then uh, Joshua Richards scored 95, not out uh, in that game. But in the earlier game, which is interesting because Western Province found themselves in trouble um, in, in, in that game. Um, and uh, yeah, against 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 the uh, against the rocks because they batted first, and it looked like it was going to be low scoring. I didn't think they get to um, they get to two hundred forty six, but Michalim Pongwana um, coming through with the ninety six. He's a really young up and coming lord all rounder, and then uh, George Linder three for twenty three. Tim, you must have been happy with that one. Yeah, I I was. I was, but I, I've also got a sort of soft spot for Borland, um, mm -hmm. because Province have always been stealing their players throughout the but years. <laughs> when we, but didn't they steal the play? Didn't they steal Province's players last year? Everyone went to Borland and then yeah, all, well, all the yes, rocks and yes, then. Yes, but but I'm I'm talking sorry I'm talking historically, historically mm. that's always happened. So that had a soft spot. Um, yes, it went the other way when, when Peter Malan and Iman Manak uh, mm. went over to Poland. But I'm talking, I'm talking, you know, when I was growing up as a yeah. young young kid. Um, so that 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 it's always had always had a sort of yeah. affinity to Poland. I've always wanted them to to do well, if not beat Province. I want them to do well. Um, they must be thinking how they lose that game, honestly. Yes. And it was the semi-final. 120 for six, they've got, they've got province. And they've mm. got Mopunkwana in and George Linder. You, province should not have got 200. Mm -hmm. Province should not have got 200. They just, I thought they, they, just, were, they weren't going to get there. And then... They just, just let it slip. They just mm. let it slip. 
product at the moment. They are a fast bowler short for me at the moment. And their death bowling isn't the greatest. And yeah. I, lo I love Bombarding Fletcher. But asking him to bowl the death overs for me is Was a bit too in, much. in this format is not the right plan. I love the fact that you give it the guy responsibility, mm -hmm. but that needs to go to somebody like Hardis. Hardis yeah. and somebody else with a bit more experience. Um, they didn't have Achille Clutie, which was huge. Mm -hmm. um, that was also a, a, a big, big loss. But you have to give it to Providence. Providence, Providence throughout the season have found themselves in that sort of position and they've refused yeah. to give up. Uh, and where their batting has failed them last season, it's got them out of trouble this season. We've had yeah. runs from Eddie Moore. We've had runs from John O'Byrd. We've had runs from George Linder. We've had runs from Mopakwana. Um, mm -hmm. All the guys there so, yeah, pitching in. Tony, of course, at the top of the order, being being the, the master. Um, they ticked all the boxes, Providence. Yeah. They said, mm -hmm. you know what? We're the big boys. We haven't had a trophy for for far too long now we want a trophy we want a trophy yeah. and I'm not got a chance I, I think with that bowling and bowling attack they've got a genuine chance of beating your lads up up north still have you I still have you slight favorites but we've got a genuine chance of beating you autumn autumn genuine chance okay um let's look at the one day cup table to close out the season. Um, the Lions having won six, lost one match, and that match they lost wasn't to Western Province. It was to the Warriors. Um, we're finishing with 27 points. The Western Province uh, second uh, with, uh, was it, uh, 23 points. The Dragons, 17 points. Uh, the Rocks, 14. Uh, Titans on 14. That no-result game for... The Knights had the Knights won, they could have leapfrogged the Titans, and that would have given them another two more points in this um, in this tournament, and that would have been so crucial uh, towards promotion relegation. They just wanted to play the game, um, and it just never happened. Um, then the Warriors and the Dolphins taking that wooden spoon there. The less said about the Dolphins, the better. It's been disappointing. They've had a lot of injuries, but a team with the veterans that they have to finish last in a one-day cup. When one-day cup used to be their bread and butter um, over the past couple of years. So that's something that uh, Imran Khan needs to look at going forward because um, I think the Dolphins are treading on a slippery slope. And I think there's some teams um that that would that want to be that that would be that are very lucky but before we talk about the final let's just talk about the relegation so we can get that out the way um so at the, at the top the titans look like a shoe in to win unless if the lions want to actually pull up their socks and um and and try and win this um the four-day series so uh but you both western province in third currently having solidified either 10 points or 15, depending on how that's going to look um, in the final on Thursday. The Rocks uh, sitting in third on 34 points, obviously tentative with the four-day series. The Warriors um, sitting on 32 points. Without the four-day series, the Warriors are on 17 points. Um, that's very worrying. Would be worrying, but I think they've done enough to at least secure about seven points, so that's, that's going to be okay for them. 
The Dolphins sitting on 22 points. Um, they get a zero in the one-day cup. So um, they should be worried, but they're not because the Knights effectively can't catch them. The Knights have to finish in third. You see the Knights, they have 12 points. So they need seven points to push the Dragons down, which means they have to finish third in the in the four-day series. So they have to they have to win pretty much all their matches in order for them to finish third, in order for them to leapfrog the night the dragons, because the dragons in the four-day series are coming in last. Um, they came in last last year. They're going to come in last this year. They're not a four-day series side. They're a white ball side. Um, and so the fact that the Knights have let this slip like this is another story for another day, but that's what it looks like. Effectively, it looks like the Knights are relegated. Can they come in third from seventh? We shall wait to see, but it's not impossible. Um, and and as a, and I think, uh, Tim, I, I think they effectively relegated though. It's 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 done for me. I mean, I mm-hmm. I said what I said with, about Mark Charlton. We spoke to him, but I I just can't see it. I can't see them winning games, even if you, if you take in if everybody mm-hmm. hits the ground running and performs well. I can't see that team getting twenty wickets in Blum. I can't see it on those flat yeah. flat wickets. I can't see them getting twenty wickets to win a fixture. In Bloom, and I think they've got two home games. Um, mm. one against Borat, uh, if I'm my memory serves mm. me correctly. Uh, I, I just can't see it. Uh, I'd yeah. love to see it, but uh, you know, it'd be good for the competition if, if there was some sort of uh, jeopardy in the final stages mm. of the promotion relegation. But I, I just can't see it. I, I yeah, there's, there's no, Is, yeah, I, just can't, I can't see it. I think it's really disappointing because then that would mean if the Northern Cape doesn't come up, you'd have two teams in the same region in Division Two, and that is what you what CSA don't want. Um, that's like everyone's big worst nightmare. Like that that that's like bad. But there'll be players that that are moving and stuff like that, and they're gonna have to figure it out. And we'll talk about that in another podcast. So Tim, final of the one day cup, my lines against your province. Couple of things have changed. Zubay Hamza's back, right? So does he slot straight in for Province? Well, he he's really has slotted in. He played in the last okay. game, which I which I find a little bit surprising, but I mm-hmm. suppose not. It shouldn't be that surprising because he had been practicing in the nets for two months, so not been playing games, but he's been game ready effectively for okay. the last two two months. Um. Does he change it? Because obviously in the last in the last game, um, Province play, we played at Newlands and it was a low scoring game. The Lions had Province. The Lions bowlers had Province in six and sevens. Sipamla did well. Magala was really good. Um, does he change that um, the, the the game much? Uh, no, in, in my opinion, no. I, I'm, in my opinion, I'd rather just, just let the guy play. Let's not talk about doing things and winning games mm. and, and uh, playing for South Africa. Just let the guys score runs. But it would be nice for Western it, Province to win a trophy. They haven't won a trophy in like years. I just don't think I don't think it's going to come from Hamza. That's my point. Okay. The winning of the office is not going to come from public. Hamza. So who is it coming from? If Western Province the are going winning, to win this game, who's your game breaker? Who's your guy? 
the winning is coming from George. George, George Linda. Back end, George, the back end of the summer, has been in phenomenal form. Absolutely phenomenal. He had started, started slowly. Mm -hmm. I think he could be a real game changer. He and uh, Dante Berger. I think if those two okay. together could be the, the real game changers. Um, On those pitches in the north. I, I, I know people are going to be talking about Tony and stuff. Tony's failed his last two games. Everybody fails. Okay. Everybody, his, his people patch was always going to come to an end. Province to win games is going to come from their bowlers, not from their batters, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so it's an Andre and George versus Mitchell van Beren versus Riza versus Ryan um, versus Dom because Dom's now finding a spot in at number four. Um, look, I, th I think for me, and I look at this line side, I'm like, we've been to a final before earlier this year. They beat the Mount the, the Titans, who were really good and were good for the majority of that tournament in Pretoria. Um, they know how to do finals. The question, obviously, is West, 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 is Western Province with a bat? Can they match the firepower of 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 this of this line side with a bat? Obviously, against a very strong Lions bowling attack, you've also got Vian Mulder who can bat and bowl. You've got Sasanda, um, you've got Bjorn, um, who was the ma match winner in that final last year. Oh, it's not last year. We're still in 2022. This year, um, and so. Um, it's, I think for me, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's up to Western province to essentially make the play. But if you have the lines 90 for four or 90 for five, you, you have a game on our hands, but I do see that it, it's about, a th I think it's going to be a 300 type, type wicket at the Wanderers on Thursday. I, we haven't had a lot, we haven't had rain. We, we had rain overnight, but we haven't had rain. It's been very dry. Um, we did have rain over the past two weeks, so it, it, the pitch could be quite, um, it could have some moisture, but it will be bouncy. It'll be not, I think it'll be a nice 50 over wicket um, being prepared by Evan Flint. So uh, we've got, I think it's going to be an exciting game, and it, it, Tony needs to have one more game, one more purple patch. Um, but, but looking at the, at the one-day cup numbers, right, Top run scorer is Ryan Rickleton, 377 runs at an average of 62. Tristan Stubbs, that was surprising, but he played well. 361, an average of 60. Adam Markham, 341 runs at an average of 68. Surprise, surprise. Diego Rosier, 305 at an average of 43. But here's the one, the next two. Lesejo Senokwane has scored two more runs than Jordan Harman. But everyone's talking so much about Jordan Harman, Right. 299 runs, plays 297. Jordan has he has a higher average with the not out, uh, 49.5. But Lesejo's average is 42.71. Um, they pipped out Riza, they pipped out Tony, they pipped out Yanaman, they pipped out Mitch van Beeren. I think those two, I think, should be a look into that side, into that one, uh, that ODI side, especially if you're looking for a black batter. Lesejo Senogwan has had a great season. I've enjoyed him. I'm, 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 I must admit, I've enjoyed him. And he's also of the right, the right sort of age. You know, South African support is going well. Once yeah. you reach 30, then you, you, you somehow got to retire for some reason. Mm. He's 25. So he's still got years in him to mature as a mm. batsman, to hit his prime. But you're right, he has looked good. 
Um, yeah. It has the code in, in, in a site that is predominantly all-rounder obsessed. He is yes, and he got his runs at the top. Yeah, out now batsman, and he's got his, as you said, got his runs at the top. And to outshone those guys that you mentioned, you know, that's 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 good going. You know, that's good going. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. It's it's insane. Like, I was looking at that, I'm going, yeah, we should be talking more about Lissero Sinagwane. Um, on the other side, uh, the bowlers, Susanna Magal is the top wicket taker at 17 wickets. Akona Nyaka of the Warriors at 15. George Linder, uh, who's going to be quite key for Western Province in the finals at 14. Ziad Abrams of the Warriors at 14. Uh, hardest for Hune, 13 wickets. Tepo Moreki um, at 12. Um, Andrea Petrugal also has got 12 wickets with Bears Swanapool. Melissa Sboto with 10. Um, it's quite interesting to see that. But it's largely the same old names. It's just an interesting thing with Tepo Moreki, Akonam Nyaka um, on the top wicket taker. Just surprising the Warriors finished so low with the amount of guys in the top wicket taking um, charts. Um, it's just weird. But um, their batting has just really struggled this season. I was just going to say, you took the words out of my mouth. Take Jordan Herman's runs out of the equation, they're nowhere. Mm. They are there, they're nowhere in the competition. They're, 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 they're bottom, you know. Um, he's been sensational, but everybody else hasn't really come to the fore. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think somebody like Bowers Swanepoel will come good. I think he yeah. will come good. I think at the moment he's more of a bowling rounder. I think he okay. will come good. Um, it has been good to see Diego Rosia. Diego Rosia has been, mm. been around for years, um, you know, h- highly thought of at the 19 yeah. level, and he's never really reached his potential. But actually, but he might season, be too old for the for the supporters because <laughs> yeah. everyone thinks 30 is too old. Um, but, but who's your man of the match for? Yeah, your man of the match yeah. for Thursday. How's it going? What's your prediction? I know um, you. Who's your man of the match for Western Province? So it's going to be... Because of what you say about the weather and the pitch of the 300 runs, it's going to be Berger. Berger, 4 for 35. Uh, just blitzing you guys. Getting Ryan Rickleton out for first ball. Um, yeah. Blitzing you completely. Mucho from Berger and Tim. Tim, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, it's uh, obviously the Lions are winning. Um, but for me, this is this this has Vian Mulder written all over it, all over it. Um, Vian's probably going to take three wickets and he's going to score like a match-winning hundred in a chase. Um, to close it out, and then he's going to drop the mic like Bjorn Fortain did last year because that's what we do. That's how that's how that's what happens in in the north and the high fault. But I wouldn't put it past the Western Province beating them. I'm really actually anxious. But the final, everyone's available to come to the final. Please make your way to the uh, DP World Wondrous Stadium. It is going to be insane. They're going to have artists. They're going to have acts. There's going to be so much happening. Come support your men in yellow. And I know there's some Cape Tonians up here. Please go support Western Province, all you Stormers fans. Uh, please come and support. I think this is the highlight 
of South African cricket summer, the domestic summer. And it, it, it's two teams, the North-South derby, it's two teams who've played against each other so many times. And um, there's so much cricket history here. And I think Western Province will be winning their first title in like 10 years or something. So it's, 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 it's massive. It's really, really massive for them. Uh, but Tim, all the best. We've, we've shared a trophy before that. Um, yes. We did share, but yes. Uh, but sharing out, is like kissing uh, your sister. Yeah, exactly. Out now, Nobody... it's been a long time. Let's put it that way. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Outside of that, thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Uh, please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on YouTube, uh, on YouTube and Facebook and all the places. Also, we have an audio version that will be out as well for those who like to listen to the audio version. Thank you very much for all the support, all the lovely comments in the last uh, episode. That episode's still valid, so please do watch the essay and review and let us know what you think. And yeah, till next week, or till when we do a review episode of what the protests did in, in, in Australia, um, it's goodbye, good night, and lesale. Gracias.